At the end of your life, what will be your legacy? What will you leave behind for future generations? For the world, join the world messenger, Isabella Lundberg, each week as she brings you a new distinguished guest from the business, sports, or entertainment world to share their success, their struggles, and their lessons. They will share their insights into current hot topics that affect everyone. Isabella facilitates an intimate, vulnerable environment to find the true value of humanity and real leadership. Are you ready for your legacy? The legacy that matters? Hello, hello, my beautiful friends. It's Isabella here, the world messenger, and I have special treat to give you the message from the world back to you. And we are traveling at the moment to Sweden. We're going to have a chance to speak with great friend and colleagues that is enduring and speakable, similar events that I experienced in 90s. She's a beautiful human, beautiful woman from Ukraine that is now uh, in Sweden as a refugee, amazing businesswoman, content creator, uh, also someone that you cannot miss, great marketer and, and through and through amazing human. Uh, without further ado, let's introduce you to Galina Daniel. Uh, so we can hear directly from her in this epic episode, what is like to be in her shoes at the moment. Galina, how are you? Yes, thank you for this wonderful introduction, Isabella. Yeah, I'm doing okay, given the circumstances. Uh, yeah, I'm doing, feeling really blessed and I'm dealing with things one by one, I guess, as, as it goes. So, yeah, I think life is improving because if there is anything I learned from this experience is that uh, there are lots of things that are beyond our control, but those that we can somehow control or change or maybe prevent or improve, we should rise to the challenge and just do it rather than, you know, waiting and feeling sorry for yourself and just yeah, sinking into depression because, yeah, that's, you can kind of feel it for a while, but yeah, in the long run, it's not helping. And there is always moment that comes when you just kind of put yourself together and get it going because, yeah, nobody will do it for you. I know that is very hard because you and I have a very similar experience. I Mine were in the 90s, and ironically, I also was in Malmö, Sweden as a refugee and took me a while to sink in what that means and to be labeled as one, and then also to understand the perception of people when we have to leave uh, our country and seek the safety somewhere else. And of course, your mother and has that has also a lot of challenges, and also a daughter and has a family members and parents and you know all of these roles, but also a businesswoman, woman that is working and providing and trying to navigate this horrible disruption. So, and with that in mind. Do you mind just sharing, as you said, you took a massive action and you brought your family to safety, but 
how are you feeling and how do you see the refugees now being treated and portrayed and and how is this sinking in for you that reality well i would say that uh, yes sweden is uh, is a country that is very tolerant to refugees and i know that statistically they accepted uh, like more refugees than any other country in the world yeah but uh, Still, yeah, there are lots of people who are very friendly and very much ready to help, you know, and to support. And yeah, there are moments when you still kind of feel that you don't belong here. Yeah, but I think that the reality is that you need to just, you know, build for yourself and um, kind of uh, make the best out of it. Because of course there are lots of opportunities, you know, there are lots of limitations as well, because at the moment Ukrainians, they're not exactly refugees, you know, we are under the temporary protection, uh, under the European directive, which grants us only temporary protection, so we don't even have the rights that other refugees had, for example, which, uh, yeah just doesn't make things easier because you still kind of, sometimes you kind of still feel like, yeah, things can change anytime and everything is very, you know, indefinite. Yeah, but that's the thoughts that you have to, you know, put on the shelf somewhere because when you yeah, keep thinking about it all the time, it's yeah, not helping, it's not making things easier. So you kind of just, yeah, carry on with, your things and try to balance everything which is yeah not easy to say the least yeah because yeah like you said i have kids i have um, my business i kind of have to adjust it to the current swedish reality because i also needed to get a job here in order to uh, be eligible for certain things uh, so yeah and also we moved last week to a new place uh, yeah which was yeah just yeah crazy to balance everything but yeah i managed and yeah i just know you know to all your listeners listeners out there i i just one thing i want to say is that yeah i'm just a person like everybody else you know and yeah if I managed you can manage to yeah I know that yeah nothing impossible in this life as long as you just do your part I love your strength and resilience Galena and I also wanted just to say for someone who worked and advocate for refugees for over two decades just because they're not given status or not giving full opportunity to support that doesn't mean that is not what people truly need, right? And every time when we have to run for our safety, uh, we seek refuge somewhere else. And I'm sorry to hear that um, it's a lot of things up in the air because those things stress us out more. And also those things, in some ways, that how we depend on our mindset, like we are just so strong, help us also to be more resilient and feel like no matter what, we're going to take it day by day. So I want to, first of all, kudo you for that. Um, and uh, 
and congratulations that you figure it out. You got a job. You also figure it out to where you can be housed and find your own uh, new residence and uh, move in. Uh, you're doing so many things very well and independently that a lot of times people cannot navigate just because of complexities and also emotional and mental strength, uh, strenuous efforts that they need to have. And when we are not supported, it's even amplified more. So um, do you mind sharing, obviously the culture is very different, but in many ways also similar. You're learning Swedish, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I do and that's, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say it's something that's coming just like this because I'm, you know, 46 and maybe, yeah, it's not quite a student age, <laughs> but yeah, I'm enjoying it and I feel like I'm doing the right thing. Yeah, and yeah, I'm, I'm just yeah, grateful for all the support uh, we already received, you know, and this opportunities with learning the language. And I'm currently in the program that helps Ukrainian. It's specifically targeting, it's a project called Care Mildred, and it specifically targets Ukrainian um, Ukrainians who are in Sweden. Now they help us to my, um, integrate into Swedish society, help us learning the language, uh, provide guidance with how to get a job. Yeah, and in general, I would say it just, you know, would be unfair to say that I kind of, you know, managed it all on my own because the support I received, you know, from my network, from the friends like you and other people, I know through LinkedIn, from the people I met here, it's, yeah, it's just tremendous. And I definitely wouldn't make it all on my own. You know, it's just people around me because, yeah, that's true. Our surrounding is our power, the people we surround ourselves with. You are so brave and you are so humble. And of course, it's all about community, but everything starts first with us. So what would you say obviously contributed the most for your success to quickly figure it all this out? I mean... Um, obviously your scale set and mindset, but I want it for everybody to hear. Imagine everyone watching and listening have to flee with very little personal belongings and leave everything behind and with your family, with your children, and you don't know where you headed. You only know that you're going to have a more safety versus where you were at that moment. And then dealing with all of that, uh, arriving, figuring out uh, everything at the same time. So with that in mind, what the most contributed for that success? What did you already yeah. have in place that helped you? Uh, obviously from LinkedIn presence, a virtual remote work, but more than that, yeah, well, uh, yeah, I would say it was a combination of uh, my knowledge, my skills, uh, the support from my network, yeah, the yeah, mindset, yeah, yeah, family support, definitely. Yeah, because, uh, for example, uh, lots of Ukrainians here that they kind of still feel lost on how to update their LinkedIn profiles, for example, because 
it's not such a big thing in Ukraine, unfortunately, using LinkedIn or how to make the right CV. So I'm, I feel really blessed with the opportunities when I can help other Ukrainian people with that. You know, so yeah, I think it's also the, the more you give the reciprocation thing, like the more you give, the more you receive. So that also, I believe, is a factor that yeah, really helps us succeed because like you, you can't do it on your own and you can't do it by just taking, you know, you have to give first in order to receive. Well, that is beautiful. And I love how much you are giving back to your community, to your people that are needs to help and any little help helps. But when we build the brand and visibility and uh, also have the knowledge, right? Now you have a now something that it's so versatile that other people need. It's easier to position. And I just love your attitude, how great marketer you are, um, and then how a genuine marketer you are, how well you explain, how much uh, you are knowledgeable, able, and capable. And knowledge is the something that nobody can take away from us, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm one of those people who are called eternal learners. So that's, yeah, something that only does us good. And you mentioned that you're also involved right now, giving back not only Ukraine people around your expertise, but you also that you're volunteering for organization. Um, do you mind sharing a little bit about what initiatives are in organizations that go? So everybody watching and listening that are compelled and interested to support that they can also do that. What exactly does uh, the organization does and what exactly uh, its impact of, of their effort? Yeah, this project called Care Mildred, like I already said, uh, they um, uh, specifically target Ukrainians in Sweden and they um, started with having a big event uh, that attracted everyone who is interested in integrating in, in order to settle down, to get a job, you know, to kind of proceed with your life, to rebuild to any extent your life here. And uh, all those people, they were distributed um, among different schools and universities in uh, Skåne area, which is the south of Sweden. And now, uh, in addition to studying Swedish, we also um, we get help with uh, understanding different systems, how they work in Sweden. Uh, how to apply for certain things, what is the right thing to do, what is the wrong thing to do. And yeah, getting this kind of guidance is really precious because when you are, you know, in a new country and you don't really know how it works, yeah, just because you don't, right? That's, yeah, really nice to receive this kind of help. So yeah, I'm grateful for these people, you know, who put there effort genuine efforts into yeah helping me and my people because it's absolutely essential for us that it, it will just make things you know faster and easier for us to achieve our goals you know here whatever they are 
That sounds fantastic. And I'm so glad that you have that because um, when everything is at once new, new country, new language, new culture, new customs, new expectations, new job, new home, uh, and all the still worry and uncertainty about safety of your loved ones back home, or not knowing if you can go back home and uncertainty, what is happening with your friends and family, all these stressors can really affect um, people in the long run. And also how quickly assimilate and adopt will determine how successful we'll be. And uh, since like you're doing amazing job of assimilating and embracing the change. So with them, do you want sharing? Um, what would you suggest for someone um, that, 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 that is resistant to embrace the change? Uh, what would be something that you can give them uh, as advice, because we're having people here all over the world, specifically here in the United States, where I'm at, that they're resisting small incremental things that are going to greatly benefit them. And you embraced so many aspects of the change at the same time. Uh, well, yeah, I would say that it's uh, mainly about acceptance because it starts with acceptance, you know, just. Uh, Awareness, I would say that this world is changing and it's changing rapidly, you know, just technologies, people, all this, the globalization, uh, people are moving back and forth and people are mixing and people are exchanging knowledge, exchanging different things. So all this brings change and um, it, it will only be beneficial for us, you know, when we embrace this change and it definitely starts with acceptance. We just should accept the reality and understand that, yeah, change is an integral, integral part of the modern world. And it's like, you can try to avoid, you know, you can kind of keep your eyes shut and yeah, it will take you nowhere. So just, yeah, once you, once we accept that change is a part of life, it will, yeah, positively impact our lives, definitely. That's great, because again, I want everybody to pause for a second. If Galena can do this with platora of forced, unexpected change, and use that as, as a stepping stone to set herself for success and be independent and be able to continue to work and provide for her family, for her beautiful children, support her parents and do so many things in midst of crisis that continues amidst of the war that is happening in her country, uh, then we have to look at deep down and think, why we are resisting and why can we do what we needed to do to better our lives and move things forward. Um, do you mind sharing some of the interesting things or something that stood out that you're finding uh, super exciting or amusing or maybe even funny or different uh, that you find it uh, as you are in Sweden right now that, that, that are your children picked up on or that, that you find some really interesting either customs or things that really stood out the most for you? Oh, 
novel, there are lots of things which we really appreciate because child, uh, children really like Swedish schools, for example, because they feel like they are more relaxed and the whole system is um, different than what it was in Ukraine and they're enjoying it. Yeah, and just, yeah, also, uh, one of the things I like about Swedish people and that stood out for me is that they kind of try to keep everything in balance, you know, what they call lagom, uh, that, yeah, that, uh, you know, not too much and not too little, and uh, that really, you know, resonates with my personality type, because, yeah, I, yeah, don't like extremes. I'm really into, yeah, I guess I can handle them when needed. Yeah, but I'm really into, yeah, having balance and having, um, yeah, just harmony, you know, in my life. And in that sense, uh, yeah, Swedish culture really resonates with me. That's fantastic. And, 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 and I love the word lagom that you mentioned for everybody it means slow or moderate moderation, everything in moderation. And Swedes don't necessarily express uh, their emotions a lot. They're very stoic or very consistent. Right. And a lot of times, you know, it's like um, different pace. And I'm, for example, I'm a little bit more, uh, I'm passionate and more uh, action oriented. And I remember that, uh, that that adjustment and shift uh, took me a little bit of to, to get used to it and and then served me good from process of healing, but also served me good to better connect with the environment that we're in. And for you, it seems like it's just a natural fit. You feel like home, huh? That's great. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, to be uh, fully honest, uh, Sweden was my choice to move when uh, everything started. Uh, the main reason was because I already lived here before for, for about a year. Well, that was a long time ago. I was here as an au pair in a Swedish family. Uh, so that was my choice number one, because I was already kind of, you know, familiar with the culture, with the language. Yeah, even though I wasn't speaking or yeah, the way I should. Uh, but uh, yeah, still, it was something it wasn't that I came here and uh, yeah, started kind of inter integrating from the ground zero. I already had some knowledge and Yes, that's why that was my choice number one, because I already had friends here, I already had connections, and once again, I knew I would receive some support, you know, when I come, and I'm, yeah, really grateful, yeah, like, from the bottom of my heart, yeah, lots of thanks to people who helped me, so, yeah, that's just, yeah, the things, yeah, with everything going on, I still feel like the things are happening the way they should. Let's put it this way. 
That's that's great. And I'm, I'm glad, actually, I didn't know. I'm glad you had that pre-exposure and there was a conscious decision because you knew what you're getting yourself into and, and had a good idea because a lot of times people don't have no idea and they're hoping for the best and they're hoping that they made a good choice and a good decision. And sometimes we think uh, that, you know, and sometimes we find out, sometimes it's a trial and error, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah, because yeah, well, this time it was still lots of trials and errors because at that time I was very young, I was single, you know, I had completely different goals, you know, just a vision of life and everything. And this time I came with, with kids, you know, I had more responsibilities. So, yeah, that was, yeah, familiar, but yeah, not really. <laughs> so, yeah, just, yeah different ways of handling things yeah and but still yeah i feel that it's a, it's a real blessing just first of all to be safe yes yeah and, and the and rest sure is just coming yeah yeah my children my parents yeah yes because we don't really appreciate as much as safety till we lose it. And then, then we recognize what that means in a long run, right? And then what that means for um, stability, but also quality of life. And specifically when you have a young children as you do, uh, for their upbringing, not missing the school, having stability, being emotionally, mentally, and physically, um, and psychologically in general, supported, right? And and a lot of times, um, we don't see all of these pieces till we really pursue that, um, that new adventure and journey, uh, and turn it as they say, those lemons, not only in a lemonade, but making something really beneficial for other people as well. So with that in mind, do you mind Absolutely. sharing with audience that is watching and listening? How, what, what is, how you keep, uh, uh, how you keep on target? How can you, how are you balancing all of this uh, specifically because you are really living and leading with every day. And I see you so visibly on LinkedIn, which is so beautiful to see your presence and how still powerful anchored you are and, and, and continue to be. How do you keep yourselves grounded and, and, and deal with all of those um, magnitude of all those changes and issues? Yeah, thank you so much for your kind words. Uh, yeah, I would say that what helps me the most, uh, this, experience taught, this experience taught me to just take one day at a time because often I plan to do this and that and that and that and I fail, you know, and I screw up and um, then I just made a decision to yeah, try again next day, you know, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, I have to admit that I learned uh, a lot from um, my LinkedIn connections and LinkedIn friends who post about self-care, you know, who teach about being kind to yourself, because that is absolutely necessary, that is vital uh, as things uh, work or don't work sometimes, we can always, like, good news is that we can always try again. And that's, that is absolutely amazing that every new day is a new chance, you know, and yeah, every new day brings hope. Uh, 
yeah, and brings uh, yeah, new opportunities. Yeah, because yeah, I was actually recently thinking uh, that uh, simple things like uh, freedom, you know, or peace or stability, like you say, or all the opportunities that we can have, but sometimes maybe miss or not fully use. We, uh, yeah, we really don't appreciate them until we lose them, you know, or something just, you know, brutally violates them. So yeah, let's just uh, not take them for granted, you know, because they are. Yeah, it's a real, it's a real blessing, you know. We like often don't realize it, but it's a real blessing to have, yeah, to live in peace, uh, yeah, to have freedom of choice, freedom of speech. You know, that's yeah, something amazing and uh, yeah. I would just encourage everybody who already has these privileges to appreciate them. Mm. Because there are so many people who don't, don't, don't have them. And yeah, let's just be grateful for what we have. Mm. Such a beautiful and powerful message because sadly, we don't know how long this issue with the war is going to continue, right? And we don't know... Um, when things going to start shifting and changing, but when they start also shows um, the importance of um, bringing everything together, because um, after all these different stages in life, you know, we also have opportunity to reconcile and uh, reconnect uh, and rebuild. And I hope that that happens sooner than later for you and your fellow um resident fellow citizens from ukraine um so galena you're already leading and living your legacy in such a powerful way and as a guest of legacy leader showing someone who is also already touching hundreds and thousands of lives of other people not only through your work as a marketer but also someone who is bringing and giving back to community do you mind sharing what would you like your legacy to be? What would you like to be known and remembered by? Now do you experience this other side of life and war and, you know, um, danger and everything else when things kind of get more crystallized? Yeah, well, I to, to be honest, I didn't really, wasn't really thinking about it. I, and I didn't realize I was building my legacy until you, brought it up yeah so thank you for that yeah well I think I would like to be remembered as a person who just encourages others to be kind to each other and to to do their best you know with uh, I would say not help other people, you know, not just waste their lives, but to um, use them in full and to teach that, to teach the right things to my kids, you know, to, yeah, be maybe the example for others who are lost or, yeah, need some guidance or need some support or maybe just someone who might benefit from my story 
So yeah, that's yeah. To be honest, yeah, yeah. Just legacy just sounds like something really big, you know, something yeah, like large scale. So it's yeah. There are so many things when you start thinking about it. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, I'm not planning to die anytime soon. So. <laughs> Yeah. No, it doesn't have to be uh, about the deaths and but when you're gone. But I just, as I mentioned, you're living every day your legacy already, and you're leading with that, and that is extremely powerful. And you're not one of those people that is waiting to get of age and then to do something, you know, before the end. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's why I'm also kudoing you because this is such a great example and role model, what is possible. But I also love how you are tying this to your values, to your children, to your family, and then also things that are important to you uh, as, a, as not only as a mother, but also as a woman and as, as a Ukrainian woman and, and, and the pride that comes with all of that, but also strength and resilience, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just yeah, life is precious. And yeah, if I have anything yeah, to say to, to the world is just yeah, remember that life is precious, your life and other people's life. And yeah, let's respect each other, let's be kind to each other. Yeah, let's yeah remember that our needs are as important as the needs of any other people around us and yeah i think when we all start doing that this world will yeah start improving and there will be less you know dramatic things to deal with as we do now that is excellent point and perspective again and for everybody watching and listening i would highly encourage you reaching out to galena and checking her LinkedIn profile, looking what she's doing, how she can also figure it out and help you to elevate your game, not only as a marketer, as an expert in uh, LinkedIn profiles and, and uh, whatnot, but also uh, helping with the job search and CVs and whatnot, uh, whatever falls under that umbrella to make everyone more successful and, and to land a job, right? And then and be financially stable and secure and, and be able to also to provide and, and contribute. Where would you like them also to go? And uh, if I didn't already mention, where would you like them to go to connect with you? What is the best way so that they can um, get an opportunity to experience some of your great work? Yeah, well, it's definitely through LinkedIn. Yeah, because uh, yeah, my business operates on LinkedIn and uh, yeah, my the majority of my network of all of the amazing people that I've been knowing and that's that been helping me, they're also on LinkedIn. So that's, yeah, that's a place where I can be reached out for any kind of support related to yeah, job search or self-presentation or maybe just, yeah, finding some light in the darkness. Mm. And in closing, Galina, what would you recommend or suggest? We're running right now in holiday season when people celebrate and embrace their families. And unfortunately, people from Ukraine cannot do that in other parts of the world. Uh, what would be some message um, for everyone watching and listening uh, to leave them with? 
Yeah, well, I would, first of all, I want to wish everybody happy holidays. And uh, I've been thinking about recently, uh, just about, you know, loneliness in general and how like terrible it is. It's one of the worst things in the world, you know, for people to feel lonely. And uh, my message would be just look around. And if you see somebody who is lonely or who needs your help, you know, and it can be, yeah, as like range between as little as uh, sharing, you know, cookies with somebody to maybe something bigger, like uh, giving a job to a Ukrainian person, you know, or maybe just, yeah, supporting someone who feels lonely, like I said. Yeah, just, yeah, we can just, look around and see there are always somebody who needs help so yeah let's not yeah let's be more open-minded and open-hearted and yeah, be the light to this world that is such a powerful message and i cannot agree more we know both of us that so many people are struggling and those struggles are very challenging how they go through day to day and how they also function uh, independently and in domestically and in working environments. And I cannot agree more um, elevating kindness, support, um, because we don't have no idea what others are dealing with, right? And then at the same time, I love what you said, for everyone that can support Ukrainian people, we'll have some links and where you can do that. Uh, because it's all about coming together and helping each other in any capacity we can. Galina, I just want to say thank you so much for giving us the time and opportunity to have you on the Legacy Leader Show and share your experiences, but also your attitude and mindset to continue to navigate so beautifully despite stressors and challenges um, your current situation. Wishing nothing but amazing uh, holiday season to you and your family and quick, quick, quick war end because um, unless you experience the first hand, it's very hard for a lot of people to relate what the war is all about and how damaging that is and how it affects so many generations and how so many people and how many unfortunately lives are being lost as a result of it. So my beautiful sister, I'm sending you a virtual hug. And I just wanted to say, you're not alone. Please speak up, please share. And everybody again, watching and listening, please extend your love to Galena, her family, as well others and get involved. See the human side of this horrible, horrible situation. Thank you for listening to Legacy Leader Show. If you enjoyed the content and had a positive experience, then please leave us a positive rating. In addition, leave us positive review whenever you are listening on whatever platform there might be. Make sure your friends and family also know about the benefit and value that we provide and what we have to offer. Cheers.